And once again, you're welcome back to the morning show on Futsi Radio 93.1 FM. Of course, this is the voice of the young God, and it's about time when we talk about trending matters, especially as relates to Nigeria. I have uh, S. E. Gun right here with me. S. E. Gun, welcome. Greetings. Thank you very much. S. E. Gun, how's the weekend looking? Well, it's looking interesting. Mm. All eyes on Anambra State mm. to see the outcome. Uh, hopefully, we will have a huge free election mm-hmm. and uh, the political gladiators there will, after signing their court, mm. ensure that there is peace. And uh, because it wouldn't make sense for that election yes. not to hold or to be marred by any kind of atrocity. Okay. Well, I'm very sure we're going to talk about that, uh, those elections later on uh, on the show today. But first, let's start things here right from our doorstep in uh, Ondo State. Now, please, the police command has uh, deployed its officers to man the abandoned checkpoints on major border areas and roads in uh, the state. Of course, this is following the withdrawal of soldiers from all checkpoints on major highways uh, across uh, Ondo. Uh, Asigon, what do you think about this development? And this uh, is this like uh, some people are saying that this uh, is the beginning of uh, you know, the police you know, getting back on all these highways, you know, you know, manning all these places that soldiers used to man before. And can they uh, do an effective job as the soldiers were? Well, uh, it's been a while that I've applied you know, the road mm. uh, on any journey, at least for some time now, I can't recall, you know, traveling. Mm-hmm. But I have interacted with those that traveled recently, mm-hmm. and it's not as if we don't have police presence on the roads. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, um, making this look like a big deal, I mean, the soldiers have been up the road for a while now. Okay. It's not as if it is a new development, mm-hmm. as far as I am aware. Now, let's assume that it's, it's just yesterday that the soldiers left the road. Now, we say, oh, okay, this is a big deal. So, mm-hmm. I really don't get making a big deal out of this. Mm-hmm. And don't forget that one of the things that precipitated the NSAS project has mm-hmm. been the issue of police brutality mm-hmm. and all those the excesses and others for them. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, the IGP said, no, no more roadblocks, no more police on the road and all that. But, of course, we've had cases of incessant attacks, banditry, kidnapping and mm-hmm. all that. So, mm-hmm. you expect that, okay, their presence on the road is to serve as a deterrent or to protect people on the road and all that. But for me, mm-hmm. the bigger argument is... I, I don't know why we just keep mounting it, but we are not doing anything effectively to actually implement it or execute it. The bigger argument is let us restructure. Hmm. Let's restructure the architecture of the security hmm. in this country. Let us do actual federalism. Let us do exactly what we copied. You understand? Let hmm. us paste it right, you know, so that every community, mm. every hamlet, every local government, mm. every district, every county, whatever we want to call it, you yeah. understand? Yeah. They can go ahead and be in charge of their own security. Yes. I mean, it, that will make a whole lot of sense because how many policemen do we have uh, all over the nation? Mm. How many policemen do we have, for instance, in Ondo State? You know, that would now say, okay, we want to keep them on the... Yes, as as interesting as that is, as as amazing as it is, mm-hmm. and all the rest of them, but the most interesting thing, or the better thing, or the most sensible thing to do is, you know, for us to galvanize action to ensure that we restructure mm-hmm. 
And then every state, every community, every local government, every district, mm-hmm. whatever we want to name it, mm-hmm. LCDA, council, whatever it is, mm-hmm. however we want to delineate all of these, you know, structures mm-hmm. or all these uh, locations or localities, mm-hmm. but they are in charge of their own security. Mm-hmm. That will ensure mm-hmm. at least, you know, that something, uh, uh, something, uh, uh, substantive, uh, decisive happens rather than all and this the, one because and, and their results. one of the things that is going to happen is one, we have bad roads already mm. bad roads are making it a hell for people to travel on the roads in Nigeria. Some mm. people that are used to, I mean enjoy traveling before yeah, yeah. road trips and everything i mean Can't now do that anymore no, 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 no well, that is one because of the bad roads mm. then the, the many checkpoints on the road. Mm. We, you have customs checkpoints, mm. you have road safety checkpoints, yes. you have police checkpoints, you understand? And many other checkpoints like that on the road. You, sometimes you find VIO, VIO, sometimes you find immigration. You get my point? So a journey that should have ideally maybe taken you maybe three hours. Bad roads will ensure you do that journey in five hours. Then add the security personnel on the streets, add their presence, stop at every kilometer, maybe you do seven hours. <laughs> So, (laughs) yes, Mm. at at the end of the day. And Mm. it's not everyone that is able to afford flights. Mm -hmm. It's not as if flight is cheap. Mm -hmm. Let's assume, for instance, that we have actually gone ahead to work on our... uh, That is the flight system. Okay, it is affordable. You know, the aviation industry, like... Like, it is affordable. Mm. Like, I have options. Mm. You get my point? Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Then we'll, there are some conversations that we'll not be having. After yeah. all, you can't, there's no how you say you want to go and, I mean, put police checkpoints in the air. Mm. You, you, you understand? Or, or military checkpoints and all that. You know, <laughs> so we should actually have conversations that we need to have, which is around restructuring. It's, a, it's supposed to be, well, it's expectedly a good development. Mm. Okay, nice one. Mm. But... We should be have going beyond these conversations mm. now. Okay, thank you very much. And uh, that's a, a beautiful take from Essie going right there. Now let's go to uh, something else that has been trending uh, for a while now. And this one actually breaking that uh, police have rescued the abducted Uni Abuja professors uh, and others. Of though the details of the rescue operations uh, are sketchy, but uh, the police has actually come out to say that uh, those uh, people uh, that were kidnapped from Uni Abuja right there have been. Uh, rescued, and this is coming on the heels of just after Asu uh, gave the federal government 48 hours to rescue the victims of uh, that particular kidnap. Do you think there's a connection or a correlation between the, uh, both events? Well, the thing is, uh, so far so good. What we have is the details are sketchy. Yeah, yeah we don't have, but let's let, let's go with the flow. Mm. Let's say uh, it has happened, and then let us just rejoice. Let's let's be hopeful, mm. you know, because uh, Asu had already given the forty-eight hour alternator, and I was wondering. Mm. I mean, mm. I, I mean, how how did we get to this? Yeah, of course, it's understandable how we got here, but sometimes you just just want to ask yourself how mm. we got to this level. Mm. Uh, but this is a good one. Mm. This is a good one. Uh, I'm looking at the write-up, and it's the write-up that is making me like, well, I don't know why they're reporting like this because they are saying the police have reportedly hmm. rescued the six. That's the six staff of the you know that was abducted. So yeah. and their families, you understand? Families, so yeah. um, kudos to them, awesome one, hmm. beautiful one. This is what we want, and uh, and look at the time frame. Hmm. You understand uh, that if even though. 
it, it will have been hard to trace the trail uh, because of the time. But apparently, it appeared as if they were right on top of their game, mm. you know, for this to happen, you know, mm. pretty, you know, fast. So, yeah. it's a good development. Mm. This is exactly what we are talking about and we want more of this. These mm. are the kind of conversations we want to be having. We want to be, you know, rejoicing and praising and patting our security operatives on the back. We want to be saying, yeah, good job. And the thing is, they are doing a good job. I, I know, at least I've had some measure of interaction with the police for a while now. Mm. And I know their capacity. Mm. I know their capability. Mm. I know what they are, they are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. If you give them what they need to work, you'll be amazed at... You see, our police win awards when they go for joint operations in, in countries in Africa. Like we are... As we used to be, yes, we used to be that, that, you know, very, very uh, high up there in terms of, we've we've assisted many other African countries. So we have potentials, we have, you know, capacity, we have innate ability. Okay, uh, bar some corrupt uh, ones there and Mm. then the issue Mm. of uh, uh, how things run and then the structure, the fact that it is hydra-headed, you know, trying Mm. to control everything from there. Mm. But we have able able men. Mm. We have fantastic men. Men that are committed to the work and men that, you know, see through, Mm. you know, so and we we can see evidence in this. So this is a good one. Mm. I'm particularly excited that we didn't have to, you know, start discussing the ASUS ultimatum. We were about to do that mm. when we got this and this is what we love okay uh skywalker is in the building skywalker good morning yep welcome and uh skywalker please just quickly give your own take as to you know this rescue operation that has been carried out by joint uh joint operation uh with security agencies like a collaboration with security agencies and the fact that although these people actually asked for 300 million naira it's seeming that uh, no ransom was actually given or might have been given and people are wondering you know how did this happen so quickly while we're praising the, the police um we are still asking like how did this happen so quickly give us more details do you think these details are important or should we just be focusing on the main story which is the fact that uh, they have been released well i think for now let's f- let's uh, focus on the fact that uh, you know these people have been freed mm. uh the details we may not get mm. but a win is a win whichever way it comes uh the most important thing is having the three points in the bag and i think that's what we have at the moment because if we if it had gone to the i mean gone the other way around mm, we mm. we would of course be saying something different mm, this morning today. but for me i i'm i'm happy that you know they have been freed mm. uh ransom or no ransom yes. i'm sure that would not uh, most likely be in the public uh, domain mm. but again we have also seen situations whereby family members after a day or two mm. haven't you know recovered and uh uh, they are in stable condition. They yes. begin to spill the beans, mm. especially when the police is beginning to take credit for what they did not mm. actually do. do. Mm. And then you see some family members would come out to say that no, 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 it was not the police that came to rescue us. Mm. We actually paid ransom, mm. you know, to get so the, this uh, yes, the, this release released. and all that. So, but for now, let's forget about all that and then uh, celebrate the fact that they have been released mm. and they are they are here. I I, I wish I could uh, you know join 
S. Egon in expressing the kind of uh, optimism which he expressed in the police and everything. Yes, it's true. We have men who would actually go out there to do the work if they are actually given the proper training yeah. and are properly equipped and also properly uh, incentivized. Because again, you want to put your life on the line. What is it that is in it for you? Mm-hmm. If you lose your life, would your family members be properly taken care of so i'm i'm sure that if you put all those uh you know in 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 the bag for them and you're you're putting it together with you know everything that uh that comes with you know proper preparations for this kind of operation why not i'm sure they would do like the u.s Mm. government that would leave the u.s and come all the way to niger republic just to rescue one person Mm. so uh there's nothing that our nigerian police force would not do Mm. you know we have seen them done you know incredibly well Mm. in situations where the conditions are right Mm. so and i think that if we're able to replicate this in all aspects you know, in every, you know, facet. For instance, if we're talking about foiling, uh, why should, uh, you know, police cars be foiled by private individuals? Why should uh, uh, private mm. organizations be the ones foiling police vehicles? It's it's insane. Mm. That's, not, that's not the case. So, mm-hmm. but here are we mm. talking about abduction. And I think it's just important that at least for now mm. let's celebrate this win or uh, if you look around what had happened since then mm. since even this abduction it's several other stories mm. of maiming of killings mm-hmm. of abductions yes. all around the country and then you want to just uh, uh, wonder when this would all stop uh, so I, I feel totally that for now let's just celebrate this win mm and allow the other details to mm. simmer in if they would ever simmer in and then uh, let's move on to the next one i hope that it will not be you and i okay that will be coming to talk about here on on training issues <laughs> no we, we, we're not trained anyway uh let's move on to the next topic still on though uh, on this same uh, police issue and security operatives issue now as you of course was talking about some of the bad eggs that uh, may exist or exist uh, within that particular unit and uh no, please. Uh, right there, clashed with uh, Lagos tricycle riders uh, over a hundred naira. That's going. Should we be having this kind of conversations in the first place? Uh, you know, one of the things that Skywalker actually mentioned that is critical is the issue of training. Mm. Mm. You understand mm. the issue of training is critical, and of course, we've talked about even starting from the. Uh, recruitment process in the first place yes. and screening, you know, to join the police force and all that. You know, because yeah, it's amazing mm. yeah, how if you go on the streets, <clears throat> the, the police are supposed to be part of us. Mm. That's the ideal thing. Mm. It's not as if you shouldn't, I mean, policemen shouldn't be strangers. And mm. that is why when we talk about this issue of community policing, yeah. we know exactly what we're talking about. Mm. That means we're talking about the fact that uh, you could decide to join the police force. Let's assume that Futa is a community. And everybody knows that you're a police. And okay, we're still friends. But that doesn't mean that if I fumble, you wouldn't arrest me. Mm. <laughs> you get my point. So, And that doesn't mean that uh, when you're on duty, mm. uh, I should now, because I know you, mm. And then I will now be so. Most times, if you check some of these stories, like what happened there, mm-hmm. these are these are people that know themselves. Yeah, as in like they they see the shallow, but 
apparently maybe that the one of the tricycler i mean tricycle uh, tricyclers was like ah, man i've had enough of this uh nonsense i'm not going to and then the matter escalated and then we're having this conversation and they are supposed to be wiser if and that's because they have the training they have the training so it, they shouldn't resort to this they should be able to handle the situation better because expertedly they have the training hmm. but where you see things like this happen then you see where we have gap in training hmm. you know gap in um, in level of understanding and all the rest of them and then we now bring the hammer down on the police again and say well we, we just uh, said well you guys did good in Abuja um, Skywalker went the ransom way because that's a possibility but let's still rejoice but this one in Lagos is a no no yeah. it was a series of these activities that actually culminated in us having the NSAS protest mm-hmm. in the first place mm-hmm. so we can't we can't take one step forward and then take 50 back and, mm. and then say that that I'm is incremental progress. progress. There's nothing incremental about this progress. The only incremental progress is the hardship we are bringing on the people. Mm. And I've gone federal now. Okay, let's move on to Skywalker and have his take. A very uh, pathetic, but it's one of those things Nigerians have come to live with because every day uh, you find people who are either on the road or uh, conducting one or two businesses that would involve, uh, you know, police uh, checks or police uh, interface or, or, or whatever it is. There's usually this money you have to pay. Mm. If you don't, then of course you 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 may likely be shot dead, like we have seen in several occasions. Mm. In fact, th- there are some Nigerians that have even been killed. Uh, just because they were just outside their houses hanging out and police chasing somebody who refused to pay 15 naira or 100 naira yeah. and you know unluckily for those people they are shot they are the ones that get the and they are killed and again quickly the police will tell you that they don't know the person or they are already uh you know concocting some kind of defense to clean the image the, of, of, the, of, the, of the teenage the girl situation the teenage girl situation that was shot in lagos very pathetic situation. Mm. Girl did not know anything, anything about whatever it is that that you were doing. But you come in, you show force, and then funny thing is that most of the time, I say it: if you find a policeman who likes to victimize, you know, a defenseless uh, civilian, that kind of police person is a coward. Oftentimes, mm. drop your gun. Mm-hmm. If you think you have the strength and you want to drop the gun, keep the gun by the side. You want to fight the person. Man, well, no, let's, 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 let's face let's, let's because already the chances are, are that you have a gun. That is like me coming to a gunfight uh, with a knife. So it is it is not balanced. It is only cowards that behave that way. Those who are very courageous in the face of whatever intimidation in the face whatever provocation you understand me you keep your calm because you know you've got what it takes to end it but you are not going to take that 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 route and then because again you know you have been professionally trained Hmm. so you conduct yourself properly but cowards are the only ones that at the slightest provocation you 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 shoot and then for, for no reason sometimes no provocation nothing but just because you want to show uh, a power, you yeah. want to show strength, you know, you begin to just behave anyhow, and mm. then you shoot. You, you remember the politician who carried his uh, oddly to a place, 
and then they got there and then he carried gun and then he he, he said he wanted to shoot in the air shot he's ordered in emo state mm. so some of them are like that and they say they are trigger happy mm. you understand me so it is so pathetic that at the moment if you travel there is no way you get to that road they are all lined up really? and as you get to that to that place you must give them something you don't oh, give them something you can't go it's 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 a different thing entirely you can't go i remember the last time i took hmm. this you know came, was coming from from abuja and uh, I, I mean the, the driver kept you know well of course we had you know a, a tire issue on the road uh, and then we had to of course change the tire and that was the excuse he used to you know bypass them you know, he will get to the, the, the checkpoint, he will beg them, Ogasi, now so far, so far, this uh-huh. road no good. My tire just, and I go, go, you know, I go need go buy a new one. Uh-huh. So I beg, I don't get 100 naira to give you. Uh-huh. And so that was, in fact, no, no, this no negotiation, not, no, in fact, uh-huh. I, I, and it was not a case of only police. Everyone, at his soldier, at everybody. Everybody was collecting the money on the road. So we have taxpayers all, all out there. You know, I mean, tax collectors all out there, in and that's why form. I would I would suggest that look, let's fix the roads, fix the roads. If you want to put checkpoints, you want to put uh, toll gates or whatever it is that you want to, get, people would pay because you know people they are tired pay. of this. They are even tired of this this because be, be a, a hundred kilometer road, you you might likely find about ten checkpoints, and yes. imagine giving them hundred dollar. And eventually, the the man on the street who 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 cannot buy a plane ticket and only can rely on a, a bus like me now, I don't have money for a plane ticket. You understand me? The cost of those checkpoints is transferred on you, mm-hmm. and you are the one still paying. You are paying government. They are paying their salaries. They are, and then so every Nigerian is overtaxed. Mm. But again, that's the reality. That's but even if you even collect and then you allow peace to reign, is that not better? Than to kill somebody because he he's he, he's he saying pay tax. And the funny thing is that the man may have just been frustrated for that day, and he just feels like, no, I, I don't have hundred naira to give you exactly. today. Exactly, and which is what. And we all know that business happened. business itself yeah. is not it, is not it moving is the way it's supposed to move. And even if business is moving the way it's supposed to move, it's my decision. Things are very very expensive in mm-hmm. the market. Mm-hmm. You are still making the thirty thousand naira, but yet that thirty thousand naira is not still. You know, paying the bills the way it used to be because of inflation. Oh. So, but again, you will go, you will still collect your own salary, your statutory salary is still there where you go collect. So, to then have this kind of conversation. And then, they, they, no, nobody, look, most times you come, you hear them. Okay, for instance, the Ondo State situation now, yeah. they have put policemen out there. Yeah, I'm glad you, you understand that. me? Oh, yeah. They are now saying that those policemen that have been put out there mm-hmm. if any one of them wants to extort money call call the authorities eh, eh, call me. and then i'm like call the authorities <laughs> well 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 it's been a beautiful one right here of course uh trending issue still continues uh, if you've missed any uh of this parts of the show or you have uh, maybe you want to listen in again don't forget that the full territory podcasts are up and that uh, you can listen to trending issues uh on wherever it is that you get your podcast now still on uh, developments in lagos the body let's start with skywalker of uh, the owner of the developer uh, for that Ikoi building right there on the Jared Street has been found and the death toll 
has hit 40. Very sad uh, events. But what are the chances of anyone really being alive right now? Well, God can do anything. And we have also seen miraculous situations, you know, happen. But if you want to look at it scientifically uh, and, of course, physically, it's almost impossible. Hmm. And uh, the, the, the one of the officials at the rescue sites, hmm. a site yesterday, was saying that they, they brought in infrared uh, that could uh, detect it. life. And the infrared can detect life to at least 25 meters. Mm. So that uh, that's what they've been deploying. But that so far, you know, as the rescue operations are going, they have not seen anything to show that there's actually someone in there who's still alive. So, but again, they are still going to continue to clear the rubbles. And uh, hopefully, you know, as they are clearing them, they're clearing the rubbles. Mm. They may find someone who is still alive. But if you look at it, really, it is very, very, very mm. unlikely yes. that you still have anyone in there that is still alive by this time. Mm. The heat, the lack of, you know, oxygen. And then, of course, the possibility that uh, there's trauma on any part of the body. So that itself, if you put all those factors together, there's likely no chance mm. that you have or that you find anyone there uh, still alive. Mm. But at least family members get to have, uh, I mean, closure. Mm. Because Mm. at the moment, a a man who traveled all the way from Abuja to, you know, to the site because his son, uh, is 18 years or 16 years uh, old son, uh, is said to be in the rubble. He said he he doesn't even, at the moment, he doesn't really care. All he just wants is to see his son dead or alive. You understand? Just because closure is very, very important and closure is needed. Yes. And that's why I think that the rescue effort should, uh, you know, continue until we get to the very last Mm. rubble. Mm -hmm. uh, And we are so certain that there is no one left in there Mm. so that family members can mourn and, of course, conduct proper burial rites. The man who... Uh, you know, owns the building, the developer himself. Of course, you know, rumors had uh, from the very beginning had said, look, this man was there with a couple of people. Mm -hmm. Some investors came around. He was showing them around. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was when this happened. So yesterday uh, evening, the reports came in that, Mm -hmm. you know, his body had been recovered, the Mm -hmm. body of his friend and others to have been recovered. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think it's a very sad situation. And uh, we must condole the family members of anyone, you know, who has one or two, uh, because we also have heard reports of a man and his in-laws and, uh, you know, because again, they were all brought in that day, somewhere were brought in that day to, you know, begin work. And unfortunately, that was the day that the whole thing, you know, happened. So stories will begin to come out. And those stories most times are the ones that really give these incidents some kind of uh, human face. Because a lot of the time, uh, when you just hear a building collapse, we don't know the stories behind the people who, you know, are victims. We just simply just... Just throw numbers. Statistics, yes. And then we are are off we go. But if you hear the stories of, you know, some who escaped, some who just, uh, uh, eyewitnesses, you know, eyewitness reports and all that, you know, pathetic stories that you hear about uh, how people mm. just, uh, whose lives and future, you know, had just been crushed in, in, in that building. Mm. But it's important that, uh, 
um you know going forward as much as we want to know what happened mm. as much as we want to that's why i was very happy yesterday when the governor declared three days of mourning because we must also uh come to the realization that as we are trying to find out what actually happened and mm. setting up panels and mm. doing all that mm. we should be humanistic or we should have some human you know approach to whatever it is that we're doing so that we don't also become insensitive mm -hmm. to the fact that you know lives were lost, lost. in that building mm -hmm. and uh, uh, you know we should pay attention to that too and uh, give those who have uh, died give them all the respect give them all the you know honor. Uh, your honor that is that 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 is required if we're done with that we can then begin to fish out and you know dive into who did what and uh, who did not do anything uh -huh. so mm. that's that's going my take your take sir well i um the situation i mean the the, the more information comes out you know the more sad mm. uh, some of us feel because mm. it's um it's tragic it um, evokes a lot of emotions. It brings up a lot of thoughts, you know, and sometimes uh, some prayer points that uh, you were asked to pray at some point, you now understand it. It now makes more sense mm. when you look back at some of the prayer points and like, wow, it's mm. actually important, at least for those who are believers and those who pray, mm -hmm. you know, and all that. So, uh, and, and one aspect that is actually befuddling for me which it, it sounded believable is um, some of the complaints by eyewitnesses mm. to the effect that uh, what is happening there doesn't look like a rescue you know operation that look more like demolition so you want to uh, ask that what level of expertise do mm. we have you understand when it comes to rescuing people in such situations and i'm hoping mm. you get that this panel that has been set up to investigate and look mm. into the matter will not just investigate and look into the matter but mm. we should invest now it's not as if we are praying for accidents to happen you understand mm. but it's what we call risk management yes we should actually invest in this i mean if you have high-rise buildings then just expect that anything can happen there could be a landslide. It happens in other places. It, there could be f a fire outbreak. If a fire outbreak happens, you know, what are we going to do? Mm. That's why in some places they run simulations. Mm -hmm. You have a whole school yes. and they just run a simulation as if, oh, there's a fire burning. Mm. So that the day the incident happens, not as if they want it to happen, but the day it happens, they'll be able to maximize safety. Mm. People will, at least, they will save more people. And you know they practice all these things and all the rest of them. But I, I, our, I, I don't know hmm. our, our own scenario, hmm. you know, because that aspect for me was outstanding. It was a sort of, and I can understand. Hmm. We, we now we don't even know who and who is spearheading. Hmm. You understand hmm. the rescue mission? What other construction companies are? And if you check, most of it will be private, hmm. you know, because they are the ones that have some major, you know, experience. And that is why we go. Government, you just do policies, do policies, and ensure these policies are followed, enforced, and allow us to move. Well, let me quickly just say something as uh, regards, you know, the processes of rescue, mm -hmm. which uh, took place in that place. Of course, we could do a lot better than, you know, what was done there, especially uh, at the so very early response. stages. Because with time, as time goes on, uh, the chances of... Uh, uh, finding anyone alive 
begins to dwindle. Mm. So it's better if at the very early stages you put in all the necessary machineries and then, of course, you get uh, all the uh, sophisticated equipment that you have in order to save lives. Because I think for me, that's the only downside that I saw in this rescue, you know, effort. Because globally, there's usually, you know, a, 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 there's a way that this kind of, especially when it comes to building collapse. Mm. For instance, if you saw what happened with the, you know, Miami, Miami. Florida yes. uh, building collapse, it got to a point, I think two days or three days after the incident, at that moment, they had, they changed in fact, they changed it from a rescue to evacuation. Hmm. It was no more a rescue effort because at that moment, they had sat down and they had calculated and they felt that at that point, there was no way you could find anyone, anyone you know, still alive in that building. So it was a case of evacuation. No more rescue. Hmm. You understand me? So I think that's one of the things that most family members who were there you know did not understand but of course you can understand the feeling that you know you know the, the family members so because if 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 you have a loved one trapped in that rubble you would be feeling like going there and doing one yeah. kind of magic yeah. you know to get the person out because at that moment that's what your feelings that's that's what your emotions are telling you that's what they are feeding you know to 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 your brain so it's understandable that they 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 are complaining that look the rescue mission they were not doing it well they were using caterpillars and all that and then like that's the only thing they could use if you saw that one in the u.s the same thing caterpillars of that nature the same you know kind of approach that was what they used so i i feel that and then again a lot of people did not know that some other uh sophisticated equipment were brought on site and that was why if you saw the press conference that the governor gave you know when he visited that place he actually stated it categorically that even some news agencies were reporting things that were not actually true and then reporting that there were no uh, you know live detecting uh, uh, you know uh, equipment. equipment and then the man was like no 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 in there you go there now there the infrared equipment were there they were deployed to site the only thing is you would have wished that those things were deployed immediately, almost immediately. You know, and that's what then comes to our uh, rescue, I mean, our emergency response, how you know we rapidly respond to some of these emergency cases. And chipping in the panel's responsibility, I hope, I do not see their TRO, that's their terms of yeah, reference, right. but I hope that they are able to put into or they are able to also, you know, help guide the government as to how to next time how do we respond to some of these things you know urgently like the case that you in norway when this oslo bombings took place this terror attack in 2011 when there was you know attack in oslo and then of course in utoya you know after the whole incident there was some kind of investigation that were that, that was carried on and that also because even in that particular case the police did not respond on time because they did not it, it took them a, a while to locate especially the one in utoya where young people were there mm -hmm. and i think over 70 of them were killed so that then brought in the question of how do we better do this you know next time if we have a case like this next time how do we respond to it so i hope that those you know i mean all these would also be factored in mm. in the panel's work mm. so that next time there's something of that nature yes. god forbid mm. 
we would be able to better you know mobilize mm-hmm. and then of course if there are other equipment we need to buy to better help us do the job let's let's put in all those recommendations yes. and let's see how we can uh, better serve our people because this is the only way you know these are the only ways you can serve the people and serve them well yes thank you very much for that impulse you're still listening to trending issues and uh, we are on to the last part uh right now as egon i'm bringing this one to you before mike uh skywalker puts his own impute talking about the polls happening right there in anambra tomorrow now yesterday there was a peace accord uh signing uh, that was headed by a uh, former head of state uh, general abdul salami abubakar where he actually urged uh, all parties and everyone to accept you know the outcome of the elections and the polls once they're credible and free asigon what do you think about tomorrow well um all eyes on anambra poll tomorrow mm. and fortunately interestingly so far so good we have not you know um gotten any issues of you know violence mm. or any untoward issues so everything is looking set for a successful um, election mm. Uh, the issue of the peace accord is is the norm that we have kind of enshrined that even though it, it it's done by a non-governmental or what we call a non-state actor mm. people that are interested in seeing peace mm. uh, you have gone involved and we have absalam involved mm. it's either um, of the two you know other people come together just to ensure that there's an agreement mm. you know uh, binding on everyone and uh, let's let's talk to our people and tell them that it's not a do or die affair so mm. we keep our fingers crossed mm. really but with fillers on ground things are looking up you know for a successful election and of course don't forget that they have moved in a lot of security forces there you know i mean i can't forget uh, a do election mm. Uh, the election was as if we were at war. Mm. At the level of security presence there was massive. Mm. And we're not just talking, um, we're talking armed. We're talking every possible, you know, you could see, I mean, commandos, Navy SEALs. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was that heavy. Mm. Because at that point in time, too, we felt there was going to be violence because mm. of the, the hot tempo of the whole situation. And Anambra is even more precarious than at, at those yes, dates, yes. owing to the things that have happened so far. But um, we, we don't know the IPOB we're talking about now, but mm. IPOB has said, okay, well, we have removed the seat at home, whatever. Maybe they've spoken to themselves. Mm. So let's... I, this is how we want them to be speaking to themselves. Because it wouldn't make sense for you mm. to pick up a gun and shoot yourself in the leg. Like, by yourself. It wouldn't make any sense. So... Let's um, uh, keep our fingers crossed and let's trust for a successful election. Skywalker, the last well, I, I think that the election, like I said uh, on Wednesday, the election will hold. It would be relatively peaceful because, again, a lot of uh, advocacy had gone into this. A lot of people have been, you know, talking to the actors, talking to those who are the sole beneficiary. And, of course, the people who most likely are the ones who cause the most trouble, that's the politicians. Hmm. A lot of talk has gone into, you know, getting everybody on board and agreeing that there's no need for violence. Uh, If you are aggrieved with the results, go to court. That's the normal thing. Hmm. But don't allow, you know, violence to then, uh, you know, mar the whole place. People would then suffer. The same people you want to come and govern. Hmm. 
you know, you, you make them suffer for, for what they did not want. They don't know anything. They are not the ones going to share the millions and the billions with you. So why not allow them to just, you know, have some rest of mind and have some peace? So whatever thing that, you know, is, is would be the problem tomorrow, because we should also not expect that we will not have one or two issues yeah, yeah. from the elections. Because, again, we are creating a scenario whereby everybody feels like tomorrow will just go perfectly well, ah. especially as per preparations for uh, on, on the part of the electoral umpire now. Mm. So we may have one or two issues, but I want to hope and pray that those issues will not be substantial enough to cause, Ooh, yeah. you know, unnecessary uh, unrest uh, tomorrow. So let's hope and pray that everything goes on well. We would be here monitoring, you know, activities. and uh, But I am confident, extremely confident, that that election will hold. I mean, the police presence there is over 40,000. Hmm. Anambra already has about 5,000. 35,000 were brought in from all around the, the country. And then again, we are not talking about NCDC, NSCDC. Hmm. We are not talking about other ones, but police alone, over 40,000. And then they said they have got enough firepower. Anybody who wants to come and show, yeah. you know, so I'm sure that relatively it's going to be peaceful. Hmm. Okay, no problem. Well, that's is all we can firepower that is, We will have sent him, but we, we are both from the Well, way. I know you have enjoyed that particular one. Of course, uh, trending issues will make a return on the morning show next week, Monday. Right now, News on the Globe is up next.